Oh my God. Roller coaster of emotion and stress. Well then, that was stage nine, and this is the Vela Voices Tour in Five. I'm Ewan, with your thoughts on what was great about the day's racing on the Tour de France. Stage nine went from Arras to Roubaix with lots and lots of cobbly goodness. If the stage was a cheesy song, it would be Andy Williams and Can't Take My Eyes Off With You because everywhere you looked, someone was falling over. It was properly chaotic. There's a three-word phrase that just sums it up. It's Cathy, Roubaix stage. Oh my God, oh my God. Deggs, oh my God, Bardet, oh my God, Landa, what, Quintana, what? Anyway, what a stage, what a stage. And yet, not a lot changed on the GC. Sure, Richie Port crashed out and abandoned early on. Rigoberto Oran lost a lot of time. But the rest of the riders you'd consider general classification contenders, they came in more or less together. But if so little changed, so much happened. Mitch here. Here's my stage nine. Wincing at crashes, anxious watching for birdsong, nail-biting with worry for Bardet and tears of joy for Deggs. Yeah, let's start with that winner, John Degenkolb. Very popular on Twitter. Lewis says her highlight of the day was Degenkolb winning and his heartfelt post-race interview. Cherie, who almost got kicked out of Ella Voices yesterday for saying she was going to watch the World Cup final instead of today's stage, said, Stage started earlier than planned so I could see Deggs tame the cobbles before France-Croatia. Joanna, two things stuck out for her today, the emotional and well-deserved victory for Degenkob and seeing the little climbers holding their own. Such drama. Most of the race I was just muttering, ah, ah, no, over and over. I think it was a real scream at the TV day. Hey, Moist Duckling's been back in touch again. Says, so happy for Degenkob. You could see what it meant to him in the after-race interview. Yeah, yeah, really could. I mean, a really popular winner. And that interview he gave afterwards, I think just his story really struck home with people. Richard has another reason to be happy. He, he has tweeted to say, I had money on Degenkob at 25 to 1. Drinks are on, Richard. Julie, John Degenkob winning was the highlight for her. She says she's tremendously happy for him. Uh, on to other things. Now, Stephen, I know, is someone who has boycotted the Tour de France um, this year because he's not happy with the uh, Chris Froome situation. He says, I'm not admitting I may have broken my boycott, but if a stage like this can have as much effect on the final GC as an Alp or a time trial, there should be more like it. Morgan, his highlight was Roman Bardet's resilience. How did he do that? Uh, he had more comebacks than Frank Sinatra today. He really did. Hyperbolic, also on Bardet. He says, for me, Bardet was outstanding today after all his bad luck. But then you have to question whether it was bad luck or the wrong equipment. I had the same kind of thought myself. Was it a common factor in all of his punctures? And that's his tyres. Sarah. I could not take my eyes off today's stage, but absolutely gutted for Richie Port. It was compulsive, absolutely compulsive viewing. Spokey's picked up on something. He says, seeing Quintana hanging around the front group on a cobbled section among the Belgians and Sagan, he stuck out like a sore Tom Thump. Yeah, but he did well. A lot of people thought he would lose significant time today or really struggle on the cobbles, but no, he was right up there and never in any difficulty. Neil sums it up he says the stage was about perfect I think it spiced it up but the only big loss has been Richie Port and that crash of Ports could have happened on any normal stage he also says props to Quintana finally Jackie sums it up her tour in five day nine the day the 2018 tour came alive and I think this is the start of a whole new section Greg Van Avermaet still in the yellow jersey as we go into the rest day and we will need a rest day because stage 10, which comes on Tuesday, we are in the mountains. Annecy to La Grande Bonnard, 158.5 kilometres. And it's been a very flat start to the race. And now 
it's going upwards. Over 4,000 metres of climbing on stage 10. Three first category climbs and a horse category climb, 68 kilometres in. The Col de Colombier is the final climb. That's 7.5 kilometres upwards with an 8.5% gradient. But it is followed by 14 kilometres of descent before the finish. Could be a day for Roman Bardet if his tyres hold out. Check out velavoices.com. You will get the tour tweets of the week arriving on Tuesday. They're always worth a look. Full of entertainment, full of insight too. And the Vela Voices Tour de France podcast number one will arrive soon. Definitely longer than the five minutes you're getting every day here. Join us after stage 10 for the next Tour in 5. You can subscribe to this podcast so you get it automatically. What we need are your thoughts and what's been great about the racing so we can make it. If you have the Anchor Podcast app or you can download the Anchor Podcast app, you can send us a message through that to play out on the podcast or record a voice note on your phone and just email it to tourin5 at outlook.com. That's tourin5, the number 5, at outlook.com. Get on Twitter and use the hashtag TourIn5. Give us your thoughts so that we can make the next one after stage 10. We'll see you for the next Tour in 5 on Tuesday.